0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I'm Exhausted, a pregnancy and parenting podcast. I'm your host, Marcella. Last episode, we talked about a little bit about infertility, Monjaro, how I ended up getting pregnant, and a couple of more things. Today, we are going to talk about something very important that hit me pretty fast when I first got pregnant. Today, we're talking about Prenatal depression. I know a lot of us are constantly hearing about postpartum depression, but today we are going to talk about that depression that happens before you even give birth. Something I didn't know. I didn't expect my depression, my anxiety to get worse, my panic attacks to come back. Um, so it's been a not so fun trip around pregnancy with this but it's still a learning experience every day. So let's get into it. First, we're gonna talk about what is prenatal depression. And according to the Cleveland Clinic, prenatal depression is depression that happens during pregnancy. And it causes extreme sadness. It's an ongoing extreme sadness. And if you've never suffered from depression, it is different from just being sad. You And it shows so differently for everyone, but it's completely ongoing extreme sadness. You feel like life isn't worth it anymore. And of course, trigger warning, we are going to talk about a lot of heavy things in this episode. Eating disorders and everything that has to do with mental health so be prepared this episode has to do everything with mental health so it's impossible to skip over that so as very well family informs prenatal depression is actually quite common know for a fact that you're not alone i think sometimes that's the harder part of this journey when you are depressed whether pregnant or not is thinking that no one understands what you're going through and that you're going through this alone but you're not there's a lot of us out here that we completely understand what's happening we completely understand what you're going through honestly there's so many resources that we will be talking about but know that you're not alone this is very common there's nothing wrong with you that this is part of what's happening and it's just hard it's it's really hard it makes it a little bit harder to deal with your pregnancy and whatever is going on but it's normal i know i hadn't heard about prenatal depression before. And then as soon as I got pregnant, I soon thereafter started feeling a lot of changes in my body, right? And I wasn't sad because I was pregnant. I mean, if you heard my other episode, I've been trying to get pregnant for three years. I was so happy and everything. All of a sudden, my anxiety just went through the roof. I was waking up at night with panic attacks again. I hadn't had a panic attack in what feels like at least a year. I started. All of a sudden feeling so sad, so unmotivated. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I at this point, I know my signs and my triggers. And I know that as soon as I don't want to get out of bed, I'm not doing well. And that's exactly how I started feeling. Full disclosure, I take medicine for my depression. And I've been taking my medicine every day, same time, same dose. I was very doing very well. And all of a sudden, it just... The hormones, the getting used to what's going to happen, thinking about the future, um, all of those anxieties just got the best of me. So I started feeling this way and then I was like, I really feel bad. And then when I went to the doctor, I could not stop crying. So let's get a little bit back into what prenatal depression is and how it works. So like every depression, it can range from something very mild to severe. And it can impact a woman's daily life. Again, talking from my experience, if I'm not doing very well, it's really hard for me to get up and record or get up and create content and do everything that I do and everything that I love. It includes anxiety, hopelessness lack of energy for sure, some people have difficulty sleeping, some other people sleep more, and there's some changes in appetite. The good thing here is that uh, you can always seek treatment and this treatment will help. Um, and we're gonna talk about the different types of treatments that you can use to cope and help um, with this symptom. First of all, know that you should talk to your doctor And see what's going to work best for you and then it's important for your doctor to know what is happening how you're feeling and what's going through your mind there is not an exact cause known for prenatal depression or any depression i feel (laughs) but it's believed to be a combination of hormonal changes stress adjusting to the changes in your body and many other factors of course everyone absolutely everyone is at risk risk of developing prenatal depression but of course If you have a history of mental health issues such as anxiety, panic disorder, OCD, depression, then you're more prone to it. What are some of the symptoms that will tell you that you have prenatal depression? And again, everything is so relative and everything varies from person to person. Depression is different for everyone. I'll give you a list of the most common symptoms. I can tell you what depression looks like for me, but it might look completely different for someone else. But some of the most common symptoms are anxiety, irrational thoughts, changes in appetite that do not have to do with pregnancy. So maybe you're not eating, But it's not because you're nauseous and you have food aversions, but because you're just not feeling well. Uh, You don't find joy in activities that you used to love. Extreme fatigue. So you are literally just dragging all day and you just want to stay in bed all day. There's also some physical symptoms and you can think about like heartburn, headaches, migraines, muscle aches, GI symptoms all of the GI symptoms you can think of. And of course, the feeling of extreme sadness and like hopelessness. Like there's nothing you're gonna be able to do to feel better. Now let's talk about treatments and coping with prenatal depression. And again, just like the symptoms, treatment depends on the person. What works for me might not work for someone else and vice versa. Make sure to talk to your doctor to see what will work best for you. So we're gonna start with the most controversial topic out there. And it's medicine and honestly if you're just gonna be judgmental time to turn this off go on but everybody deals with their depression as they want to deal with it and there's nothing wrong with that whatever decision you take it's your own decision and it's up to you what you want to do or not for medicine there are some options for from antidepressants to anti-anxiety medicine that are completely safe during your pregnancy and even after if and when you decide to start breastfeeding. I take one of those medications. If you feel comfortable enough that you wanna take medicine, talk to your doctor. Um, I can't tell you what medication to take or not. I'm not a healthcare professional. I take medicine to cope with my depression and my anxiety. And this was something that I talked to the doctor about. Even before starting the journey of getting pregnant, just because I feel better when I'm on the medicine that finally, it took me years to get to this medicine and I feel really good on it. And I just absolutely feel like I don't want to stop taking it because it works for me. And I wanted to make sure that if I was going to have a baby and if I was going to go through this pregnancy, I needed to... Take something that was going to be safe enough for the baby and for myself. So medicine is still an option that you should talk about with your doctor, not your friends and family. Base your decision on what you want and what your doctor recommends or doesn't. Then we're going to go with other options that are not uh, medicine based, but they could be mixed with medicine. Of course, that's up to you, whatever mix and match of therapy behaviors and everything you want. Um, it's up to you. But there is CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a type of therapy um, that will help you look at your problems in a different way and learn ways to manage some of the symptoms. So for example, I do CBT and um, medicine. It just helps you manage it and get out of that cycle. CBT has definitely helped with changing the way I see and I cope with the different challenges that I have in life, not only anxiety. There's the third one that I'm going to mention is talk therapy, that it is what it sounds like and what do you think of traditional therapy? You get with a professional to talk about your emotions, what's going on and figure out ways to cope with them. Talk therapy is great because you're talking to a third party and you can express how you feel about what's going on in your life without necessarily feeling judged or anything. If you're feeling judged, you are with the wrong therapist. A therapist's job is to be neutral while you're telling them the story and then help you cope with what's going on. And remember that just because you go to one therapist doesn't mean you have to stay with that therapist. You have all the right to look for the right therapist that fits you. Just like medicine, You can try different things and whatever fits you best and it's best for you and what you're going through, that's what matters. So some coping mechanisms are reaching out for support. A lot of people are very blessed and lucky to have a support system. A lot of others don't. If you do talk to a trusted friend or a family member or joining a support group, if you don't have that network around you, can help you feel better and less isolated. And this, again, it can look different for everyone. I fortunately have a good support group, but also sometimes I just feel like I want to be talking and networking and just letting everything out with a group of people that are more neutral, meaning they don't really know me or what's going on. So I do hang out on a lot of like Reddit rooms that have to do with supporting each other, mental health or different subjects or whatever. And it helps you feel less isolated because that is honestly the worst part of being depressed is that you feel so isolated. And again, you feel like you're the only person going through this when you're not. And there's power in knowing that you're not the only person going through it, that there's nothing wrong with you and that what you're going through is more common than what you think. Another coping mechanism that we have would be exercising regularly. Exercise has been shown to have a positive impact on mental health, including depression. Regular health, regular exercising during pregnancy can help you maintain a healthy mood, boost energy levels, help with a dreaded morning sickness. (laughs) It just overall is going to make you feel better and it's going to be good for you, for the baby and for when you're giving birth whenever you're ready to give birth so this is the thing about depression right they tell you oh go talk to your friends oh go exercise and do and whatever and it's really hard and don't feel bad or beat yourself up if you can't do it right away it's about baby steps so if you're feeling like you cannot walk for 30 minutes and that's like a big commitment and just thinking of that makes you want to go right into bed then go for a five minute walk go for a two minute walk start going to the corner, start going a little bit further and celebrate each milestone because it could be hard even if it's just to go 50 feet away. It could be really hard and you deserve to love yourself for being able to do that. Every day try to go for a little longer and you will notice the changes and consistency is key for everything in life. That is like my one saying. So the more consistent you keep at it, the better you're going to feel and the more you're going to be able to do. Something else that might be a little bit difficult when you're going through something hard is getting enough sleep. But lack of sleep can definitely worsen symptoms of depression and anxiety. Try to get at least seven to nine hours of sleep each night and maintain a consistent sleep schedule also (laughs) if you're exhausted because hello you're creating life take a 20 minute nap if you can afford to do it take a 20 minute nap right now your body is working so hard to create a baby just go ahead do it don't feel bad about it it is hard to get into a sleeping routine but during college i was going through a really bad depression and i kept telling the doctor i was like I just can't sleep and it makes me worse. And I absolutely hate it because something that will throw me off is not being able to sleep right. I was like, I don't want to take more medicine. I don't want to take sleeping pills, pills. I just want to be able to be normal and sleep and like be able to feel normal and sleep right. So she gave me something great that was, and if I can find it, it's from the University of Florida. But if I can find it, I'm going to link it in the description but are great ways to kind of clean your sleeping habits and get into a consistent routine. So one of the things that I do every time is that every night I try to go to bed at the same time. Even if it's just laying in bed and trying to make myself go to go to sleep, I do it. Because your body will, wor- will work well with routine. I'm not going to tell you it's easy because at the beginning it's harder, especially if you're used to Today, nine, tomorrow, 11, the day after tomorrow, 3 p.m., like, or 3 a.m. or whatever. It's going to be hard at first, but it's going to be worth it at the end. And lastly, of course, eating a healthy diet, which you need for yourself, for your baby and everything else. A healthy diet, of course, includes plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and it can help improve your mood and your energy levels. If you are like me, your appetite is completely gone when I'm going through the worst of my depression, try eating fruits or even right now that with pregnancy, my morning sickness or my all day sickness is absolutely killing me and the way I eat. And I only have food aversions to absolutely everything that exists. uh fruits are a great way to get started on eating something because they're just easier to eat i don't know why uh but also make sure you're staying hydrated guys that's a little bit about my story with prenatal depression and that's a little bit of what it is know that you're not alone if you're going through this i am really sorry you're going through this um but remember you're not alone there's nothing wrong with you You're love you're wanted And you're very, very much needed in this world. I am sending you guys all of the love. And of course, if anyone is struggling with intrusive thoughts, suicidal thoughts, dial 988. And they are a great resource. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress. They can connect you with everything that you need in your area. I hope everyone is doing well and well that's everything for today. Remember to follow I'm Exhausted podcast on Instagram at I'm Exhausted pod on other social media platforms. You can follow at Marce Creative Co. I am going to link it on the description as well but it was fun and I hope to see you guys next time.